Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today, I don't even know how to explain it. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so, so this is uh, installment number two, week number two of Eric Month. And so today, I, I've given you a playlist. So I feel like I do versions of this every once in a while where I'll kind of like give you not just an album, but like a... A live right. album or a, li- a live set video or a grouping of EPs or something. And um, yeah, so this is a, a collection of songs. Uh, it started with the idea of just like songs that have come out in 2021 because last week I was talking about how like there's new music coming out again, which is nice. But this, right. uh, this playlist spans back to 2020 a little bit with some new stuff and a couple songs that are a couple years older too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, uh, watching, I'm watching this citizen music video and I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. very interested in it. It's very, really- tang- <laughs> guys very tangled in wires right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good video. I like, this is one time when you first brought up the singles night idea. Yeah. I was, and I texted you, I think I got a single. This was the one I wanted to do first. This was the second single yeah. they put out for this album. But it's got like I a cool... I still have to uh, figure out the background for that, and then we'll do it. Yeah, sounds good. But this, I guess we have to be kind of on it with like talking about the songs, because they're like sort of just singles and like it'll go quick. But so, yeah, this one's dope. It's got like a cool synth line. There's very little guitar. And I always kind of mark that as like a note of like a band being quote-unquote mature like sparse right. guitars are yeah, very man, like we think this album is just a little more mature for us yeah <laughs> i.e we used more electronic instruments uh-huh less the brutal less... session was heavier yeah just some more reverb uh but yeah and then this guitar part here dude Oh, the record, the just the mic on an electric guitar. Yeah, how sick, right? It's like a cool little like down moment in the video too. I just think that's dope. Uh, I bet I, I'm curious like what they'll do for that live. I'm sure they'll just play like a clean guitar there or something. But Probably. I thought that was just or kind just of play a, a sample. Yeah, but that was a really cool thing. And the these new the new Citizen album. This song and the next song are both from that album. Uh, I listened to the whole album, I think. Maybe I didn't hear the last track. I think these two songs kind of encapsulate what the album's like. But it's got like kind of like that dancey, kind of like locked-in drum sound kind of thing, you know? Yeah. There's something about New Citizen that just... Like, I'm so... I loved Youth so much. Right. That when they stepped away from doing stuff like that, I was just so bummed just out. Wait, <laughs> yeah, just so bummed out because I was uh-huh. like, "This is so sick!" Like, right? What they what they did with like the night I drove alone and like, oh boy, like just so sad uh-huh. and like wall of guitars and stuff. Just right. so good. Very very different. From that, and then when sure. I heard this this song, the "I Want to Kill You" song, mm-hmm. yeah, it opens like how I would expect something off Youth to open, mm. and then it just it goes to upbeat song. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. come on, man. Right. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, also very d- dancey drums. Dancey. It's, it's dancey. It's Who? Super dancey. What does this sound like to me? Is this just that like? It's all those bands. It's all the bands that did the the second European invasion or whatever you want to call it. Like like, like a block like party. a mid 2000 Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um 100%. Very like 2008 kind of indie music type like Just they're wearing polos and playing Telecasters. Yeah. Yeah, like pre Two Door Cinema Club kind of vibe. Yeah, it, but like Two Door Cinema Club was like riding the end of that wave. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we should very do Two Door so. Cinema Club. 
That's a good. That'd album. be a good one. That maybe maybe that'll be the closer for Eric Month. I I have one for today, but I don't have one for next week. These girls in this video look so familiar too. The girl with dark hair and the green top. I feel like she looks like she was on like a Nickelodeon show or something, or like she's just like on TikTok or something. Yeah. And you've just seen like a million pictures of her or something like that. Uh huh. Just without realizing it. Right. For sure. I, it's funny to see like new videos coming out and stuff and just like at this point kind of like, you know, playing with camera stuff more, like paying attention to that sort of thing to just yeah. see even the way that colors people like use use colors and like color grade and stuff. And like cert, like there's like a little diffusion on, on the highlights in this shot here where the, the older dude walks over to this bike. And then I'm like, yeah, oh. I think they do because this is obviously supposed to look like it's at nighttime, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, but yeah, it is kind of lit in like a, it's like night for day or day for night kind of vibe. Like, it is yeah, I think they're lighting. doing they're doing nighttime here very well. Yeah. They're not doing the blue filter thing. Right. Yeah. They're just using just put kind a blue of like, filter over your over your daytime shot. Call it nighttime. Uh huh. Right. Exactly. But yeah, it's yeah, good observation. I like that. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> just makes me want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Very. You know what's funny? I I like don't dance, but like these songs are super dancey. And then for some reason, the night that I made this playlist, I was kind of just like dancing in my room. I was like, I made the playlist, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna test it out now. And then I was kind of I was kind of grooving the whole time. Okay, here every we got time some new you... glitterer. Sorry, go on. <laughs> every time you dance, do you also do the the Napoleon Dynamite touching the feet and then rising back up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do that literally every time I dance. Dude, in my it's house. a good move. I think yeah, most of my dance moves as an adult are just moves from that Napoleon Dynamite dance. Yeah, I, mine are at least very derivative. Um. But yeah, so this is New Glitterer. This is the title track. It's yeah. um, also pretty a sparse mix. Um, it's like one that's synth chord. That's kind of his thing, though. Yeah, that's true. It's like one synth chord just kind of being hit the whole time. Bass. And then he has like a more melodic synth line that happens. Um, but it's uh, kind of cool. Kind of like a zone out. Kind of like, you know... Kind of like I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah. A little droney track. I'm just smoking weed. <laughs> very, very weed song. That's funny. I feel, I'm, I'm It'd almost be really positive funny he's to, edge, too. That's very funny. It'd be very funny to just start describing songs as weed. That's a good descriptor, though. How weed do you think this song is? Yeah, how how I many think it's weeds quite is this weed. song? How, yeah. How many weeds have you done? <laughs> how many weeds did you take? How many pots did you toke on? Oh, you know what? I was thinking I was, when I was thinking of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do I the Jake and Amir bit when uh Thomas Middleditch is doing dubs like dubs part 3 where they're in oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, how many gigabytes does your company own? <laughs> Level with me. Do you have a CD-ROM drive? Uh-huh. I, I, can, don't, I... I don't know. Then what's this? A phone? And this? A spoon? So where is your CD-ROM drive? Just such nonsense. Complete nonsense. <laughs> it's like he thought he caught them. Uh-huh. Very good. Uh <clears throat> The uh, uh, thing that he drew in the sand looks like uh, a maze on the backside of a Captain Crunch box. Very much so. The other day, I was on set. Uh, I like this intro. I like this acoustic guitar sound a lot. Um, and this is what the this is what the rest of that new Glitter album sounds like, though. Kind of like fuzzed out, borderline yeah. metal zone guitar. Yeah, so fuzzed out. It sounds like it's a broken amp a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet yeah. the amp that they use for this has a horrendous noise floor. 
Yeah. Yes, it does because there's so much feedback at the beginning and, and end of like every song that it's just, just like, goes. Ah! Yeah, it's just like that's hilarious. Um, just such a noise floor, and not a not an ounce of effort trying to fix it. No, none. I think I, I was reading stuff Wouldn't about this album that he was like, because like the idea of the band is like kind of like polished and like you know whatever electronic and stuff that like it was intentionally lo-fi punk type recordings of whatever kind of music he's playing kind of thing right Uh, this like synth here too is very like kid instrument sounding to me you know what it sounds like to me what you know those automatones Mm, that sounds familiar but i don't think they have like the mouth and they have like the stem Mm. And you, like, open its mouth and, like, play on a stem. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, slides around. But if I remember to all insert right here the most annoying automaton <laughs> sound I can possibly find. Thanks. Perfect. I, I wonder if that'll happen. I doubt it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but making the... Our our pot jokes, the weed uh, um, jokes. The so other day, video is very weed. Yeah, this is also very weed. Very yeah, sort of like groovy, kind of Monty Python type flowers growing. I like that you said Monty Python. That I was just gonna cool. say Beatles, but I think it's better if it's Monty Python. Yeah, you know, I think George Harrison had something to do with Monty Python at one point or another. So you know, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, um, but what? When I was on set the other day, it was I know what you did last summer, the TV version for Amazon. Um, oh, okay. So that was cool. And then, like, I had you know they they give you the sides, you know, sides, just like a small. It's the portion of the script that you're right. Yeah, filming it's just that a day. Little, little tiny section, so they're not giving it away. So there's you know no public information about what it's actually about. Right. But like the there the writing was so goofy on it. I have it right here actually. And like usually when you know you do your scene direction, it's kind yep. of like just objective, and it's not very kind of like. But it was super like, I don't know. It was just kind of ridiculous sounding the way that they were writing some of this stuff. But there is like, I wish I could just find it. I'm gonna have a tough time reading while I'm trying to also talk. Okay, okay. Here's what I was looking for: music, dystopic, so slow it's almost atonal. It leads us through a rainbow strobe-lit living room where teenagers twerk and grind and drink and laugh and pop pills and take tokes. Okay, (laughs) boomer who wrote the scene direction. (laughs) Yeah, and then also... When they take tokes of the marijuana smoke. Yeah, (laughs) and like, I... uh, Since nobody will listen to this, I think it's fine that I read that, but I probably shouldn't do that, but... um, yeah, I just thought that was so it's just goofy. Scene direction. Yeah, it is. It's all good. Doesn't give away anything. No, but I thought that was so like funny though. And take tokes. <laughs> and pop it's pills so and grind and twerk. Stupid dude. <laughs> just say um, teenagers partying in a room. We yeah, get it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Just you, say you don't we want it to look like a scene from Euphoria. Got yeah, it? No, very much so. That's what I that's what I was saying after I was like, this is like a very like euphoria type vibe. Uh anyway, so this what is song this, this is uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is. There's no description. This is um this is Stinky Javi. So this is Javier from Post Animal. Uh he's one of the guitarists. And this gotcha. is just like a track that he put out last week. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, man, you just sent this to me and it just says, wake up and I don't know who this is. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Let's see how little description. Yeah. Just wake up provided to YouTube by distro kid, Javier Reyes. No information at all. No comments. You know who no else nothing. is Javier Reyes? Somebody from an, I remember talking about that the a couple guitar weeks player ago. for animals as leaders. There we go. Yeah, and I was like, hey, that's uh, the post-animal name. Dude, um, imagine Animals as Leaders and Post-Animal are like weird crossover bands Whoa. that exist in the same universe or something. 
They both do have animal in the title too. And they both have a Javier Reyes. That's ridiculous. And they both play guitar? They both play guitar. That's uncanny. Um, Incredible. But, yeah, just a little kind of groove out, you know, electronic-y track. And then I started to realize, I was like, wait a second. All of this is kind of, you know, the Citizen stuff has the dancey vibe. Glitterer is, however, you know, synth-oriented it is. And this song is like what dream pop kind of vibe right like and i was like oh i'm kind of stumbling on like a little theme here uh i guess it's like like you said the longer we don't live in the same state the more we like delve into the our own parts of music and i think you're falling back into like uh like you've always been into indie stuff but like you, Uh you grew up on a lot of indie stuff so it's like right it's just back to the roots. Totally. Yeah, I guess that is what's happening, huh? Just like yeah, a little less. The stuff I listen to is just getting heavier and uh-huh. heavier. <laughs> just continuously. Um, this one is uh, Mac DeMarco and Benny Sings. I don't know Benny Sings aside from this song, but mm-hmm. I like this one a lot. Um, I Benny love... Benny Sings sort of looks like a Rosenberg. Yeah, 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 fully. <laughs> um, very much so. Yeah, he looks very familiar. Maybe that is. I think just it's like, just because he looks like Jeff Rosenberg. Yeah, for me at least, like a lost Rosenberg brother. Um, but I like how this is shot a lot. I I love will. when houses in California have pool houses that have converted yeah. studios. Yeah, that's the dream, dude. That's uh, so cool. Brendan Urie has one. Yeah, I watched that. I've watched that like little studio tour video before. Yeah, similar setup. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is uh, shot on 16 millimeter film. Um, which I think is my favorite like film look. It's just because like 35 millimeter film is like, you know, movies are shot on that. And then it's kind of like, you know, sometimes it looks like a little extra special, but sometimes it also just, you know, almost if you're doing it right, will just look the same as digital. Uh, But like 16 is just a little bit more kind of like a little more grain. Yeah. And then like, like around like light sources kind of like blow out and get like a little distorted with like colors and stuff. Like, yeah, the difference in between exposed and uh, like overexposed is a yeah. very fine line. It looks like like those, yeah. those, the windows behind him and the shades are just blown out. Right. And then it's like, there's almost like a little red glow or like a blue glow, like on the sides of, like on the edges of the highlights and stuff. (laughs) This dancing is fucking ridiculous. Just funny, dude. Um, I like these different vibes between the Mac DeMarco footage and the Benny Singh stuff where the Benny Singh stuff is very like art museum. Like these people are wearing like suits and they're in like a garden maze and like the the suits are so funny. Just the the 80s business cash. Uh huh. And then Mac DeMarco's just like <laughs> being goofy in a bucket by, hat jeans by himself. <laughs> jumping in his pool. Uh-huh. Dope shot when he's like jumps doing off the, the roof into his pool. Dude, Benny Singh's doing the Tai Chi yeah. on, on his dock. Uh-huh. I think it'd be really funny for me to get a music project together, release a music video uh-huh. of me just doing Tai Chi. That'd be dope. For, That's a cool for idea. The, for the entire music video. And not like good Tai Chi, just like bad cultural like what, appropriation Tai Chi. Yeah, what you personally think Tai Chi is. Like you don't look up anything. I'm not you gonna look it up. No. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be like uh-huh. <laughs> Right. And but for like the entire music video. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. I said you th- the Bill Murray. <laughs> I was literally just thing. about to reference that. Him in the cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's so funny. And he's like, just looks so pained, and he's like crying. Have you have you watched to the end of that music video? Yeah. The music stops, and he just goes, "That's got to be the one." Uh huh. <laughs> so good. I- implying that they did more than one take of that. <laughs> <laughs> just the uh, one shot, a oneer, just like it's six times. Yeah, just him doing thumbs up with the guitar on his back. Uh-huh. Yeah, and not sh- even playing. Oh man, I the forgot. Thumb every now and then, he doesn't even sing either. That's so good. He's just smiling and giving a thumbs uh-huh. up. Dude, so <laughs> so this. <laughs> Did you listen to this one? I listened to all of them, of course. <laughs> Did you listen to this whole one? It's, it's just very, goofy. Yeah, and it's like a double song too, which I think is funny because it's like a funny song, but also it's like takes itself seriously enough to like, oh, and then for the second half, we'll kind of swing into like this like different vibe. But, you know, it's something I never <laughs> talk about uh-huh. with people, but I'm, I'm going to right now. Okay. So you know how I'm allergic to cats and dogs? Yeah. I'm also allergic to horses. Really? Yeah. That one probably comes, yeah, I guess it comes up less, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not around horses very often, but when I am around, like, a horse, like, they put me on a horse when I was a kid at, like, mm-hmm. my dad's company used to do this, like, carnival every year, and there were, like, pony rides, and right. that's how I found out that I was also okay. on horses. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so I love how much Mac DeMarco and this guy both sing so <laughs> silly in the same exact kind of way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like this shot of his arm vibrating from the from the with his armpit hair. Oh, and then I think Mac DeMarco falls here <laughs> for the second half. Um, so I think it's <laughs> I think it's really really funny uh-huh. how they both sing like that. Oh my God, Mac DeMarco ate shit. Yeah. <laughs> On the mini bike, dude. Um, <laughs> but um, like they double and triple the vocals, like that's gonna yeah. make a difference, right? But it's like just super, like not great sounding singing, but it makes it sound it's produced well. Yeah, um, it's just still so thin. Yeah, but so a couple months oh, ago, I was listening. Guitar tone in the background. <laughs> the yeah, noodle. super. Like into the board kind of sound. So dead. That these drums shove the fucking yellow sponge on top of the pickup. <laughs> um, a couple months ago, I was watching it, or a couple different interviews with Mac DeMarco. He's put, he's done some very good interviews this year. He did one. That's good. That's a podcast with this dude named Daylight, who's the the last track on this playlist mm-hmm. and he did another interview with Kerwin Frost on YouTube I don't know if you've seen his stuff but so he's very kind of like he's like gotten sober since COVID he was very party dude on tour and stuff and he's very kind of like if I'm gonna drink any beer at all I'm gonna drink like an entire case so I'm just not gonna do that anymore and alcohol he's also kids. right exactly and he's also like uh, and I don't even know if I'm going to do music in the same way that I've been doing it, where I make an album, go on tour, come back from tour, make another album, go on tour, like that sort of, you know, he's hit that point. Oh, and then there's that shot where it's Mac DeMarco with the telescope and then it's mm-hmm. cuts to LL Cool J with a telescope. So sick. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I just saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Nothing is funnier to me than people riding horses and looking mm-hmm. dead into a camera. There's yeah. nothing that makes you look less cool yeah. than riding a horse. Just it's like so cool, but super uncool. Like It's like anytime you're riding a horse, you just look like, uh, what's his face? You look like Napoleon Dynamite in yeah. the extended, in, oh my like at the, after the credits scene. <laughs> Where his hair is like extra wedding. colored and he looks like a rag doll on top of the horse. <laughs> For the longest time, I thought it was a fucking dummy on top of the yeah. horse. But then it, it's a one <laughs> shot. So he gets close and you're like, oh, that was really him. Yeah, and he's like leaning back in like a oh stupid God. way, like he's styled. He's like break. styled out on this horse, dude. <laughs> um, 
This is Holy that. Holy shit. Uh, what else? Oh. But yeah, he was also saying like, he's just kind of like, do I make music in the same way? Like maybe I'm just gonna do like this kind of like write music with other people, do singles type deal now, which I'm cool with. I think that I like both of those Like a very rapper thing of him to do. Yeah, and just kind of like, all right, I did that thing. Like I don't need to just keep pumping out full length albums, which I, I agree with. I think it's kind of exhausting when people do like, you know, at a certain point, after your first like two or three albums, then you can start getting a little different. Bro, this, this though, guy, this guy doing volume swells. Oh, in the oh, background, yeah. killing it, dude. For real, this dude's sick at guitar. Um, he's nailing it. Yeah, uh, he's somehow this... making a Telecaster that he's playing with his fingers uh-huh. sort of sound like a slide guitar every now. Yeah, and yeah, 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 fully. Um, yep. Uh. But so this is that song. This is Demi Moore by Phoebe Bridgers. This is not a new song. This is from her first album. Uh, it's about sexting. And um, this is that song that I sent you a picture of one of the chords or a few of the chords. And I was like, this is unreal. And she's playing like five finger chords. Right. Um, and just like while singing, look how like relaxed and like, you know, it's just such like a you know mellow song I'm trying, to, I'm trying to watch her use her thumb but it doesn't look like she ever does I think you're about to see it I think I'm a little ahead of you and she even like slides her thumb up even um yeah, yeah. Oh, there there's is. a little half oh, step whoa. unreal right dude boom boom so cool I know uh, that's and that's a Dan Electro fretboard so that thing the string spacing on that's weird I bet. Yeah, it's because it's baritone, too, so it's probably huge. I bet, like, halfway down the neck, too, is probably thick. Yeah, it's... I think right about where she's playing is, um, like, almost the same thickness as, like, the fifth fret of a regular guitar. Totally. Because it gets, like, it gets very thin down towards the nut. Almost like Uh the thinness of, like, a bass. Right, right, right. Okay, that means... I love, love, like, a, a jazz bass how skinny the top is yeah my um my music man has a yeah narrow yeah nut. i like that um i this every time i see these semi hollow like mm. es style bases i'm like why yeah i would probably not get that base myself it's a stylistic like- thing you imagine you start running any amount of stage volume with that thing no a way. nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah, you you're kind Feedback of oh you want to oh you want to toss you want to toss an overdrive on for that part in the chorus that gets a little extra loud. Nope. No thanks. <laughs> no, you have all the feedback. Yeah. Unless those f holes are just like a quarter of an inch sunk into the body and painted black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you're looking just for <sighs> screaming. Feedback. <laughs> just low, just nonsense. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I like that one a lot, and I've been trying. Why do to- I know oh. Kurt Vile? Why do I know that name? So Kurt Vile, actually, it's funny that you ask because a few weeks ago when we did, I forget what episode we were doing. Maybe it was the Phoebe Bridges one. Maybe not. But I was talking about how I could see myself doing a folksy project at this point in my life. I'm at that stage of pop punk guy, and um. Like then in the on our live stream, like I mentioned like Phoebe Ridgers and then Uncle Dave was also like or Kurt Vile. And then we were talking about Kurt Vile for a little bit and then Uncle Dave was like, You should do a Kurt Vile episode and then I was like, Yeah, that'd be okay and then he had then commented after and said, Andrew would hate it. That's why I know the name <laughs> Kurt Vile because Dave said something about it. Uh huh. And said that I'd hate it. Right, exactly. But I like how he's doing the My Bloody Valentine uh, Jazz Master thing. That's cool. Uh-huh. Well, like Where with you, the... You hold the thing uh-huh. and you strum with it in your hand. Yeah. yeah. It's like so. It's like a little bit of a mod wheel almost. Right. And it's just kind like of a as way. with like the pressure of you strumming, you're also like kind of just organically messing with it yeah, at the same time. Because you're not like, you're not really like giving it to it. You're just kind of yeah. like... Like the added pressure of your hand on it just kind of like uh-huh. bends the yeah. notes a little bit. You know what I did with my Jazzmaster bar? 
What? Threw it out? I don't know where. I have no fucking clue where it is. <laughs> I never would consider using it. I wouldn't ever use it. Uh huh. I. Yeah, I have that, you know, on my. Or no longer my Gretsch, uh, but the Gretsch that I that I had for a long time. The Bigsby? The, the Bigsby. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> just a nightmare of a guitar to restring. Yeah, yeah. I would, And I would always do it wrong. Every time I would have to do it twice because I'd be like, okay, this is how you do this. And then I'd get all the strings on and I'd bend it and I'd be like, oh, this isn't doing anything. Um, <laughs> and then I'd have to restring right, it. have to flip it around. And then yeah, even man. when I when it's correct, I wouldn't really ever find a good use for it because it wasn't like drastic, like a whammy bar. You know, it's just like kind of a just yeah. a soft. You, I don't think you can pull it either, right? You could only bend down. You can't like. I don't. Yeah, I don't really think so. And whenever you touch it at all, it would swing so out of tune. Yeah, your guitar is immediately out of tune. Yeah, so it was unusable. Um. It looks cool, I guess. Yeah, but you just have to flick the flick the arm out of the way and never use it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like, I think it's cool when, like, dive bombs are kind of dope, but even then, it's kind of... But you that's get... like... Yeah, that's a Floyd Rose with a locking nut yeah. type situation. There's that, there's that new type of Strat that's out that I sent you a picture of from Guitar Center a few weeks ago, and then you're like... Yeah, but then you use that like once or twice, and then you don't care about that part of it anymore. Right? And I think that's yeah, pretty true. That's the whole thing. Uh, whammy bars and like Floyd roses, unless you were like playing virtuosically. Right. It is. It's a gimmick. You like use it twice, and you're like, ah, I'll never use this again. Yeah. For sure. Hold on while I lock my Floyd down. Yeah. Hang on. Hey, does anybody have a screwdriver? I need to I need to tune my guitar. Yeah, man. Come on. Do let, let's pause here. I got a pee bad. Okay. Are back. you gonna pause your recording or just pause the music? No. Just the music. Okay, cool. Or should I? No, I I got the clap in there. Okay.
Alrighty, here we go. We're back again, baby. Tell me when you're gonna play it. Okay, I'm gonna hit play now. Cool. Um, but yeah, so Kurt Vile, this is Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett. So Courtney Barnett is an Australian lefty guitarist. Uh, I didn't even notice that until you mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but. I like this video too. It's kind of like both of them just on their own, just kind of like, just very easy music video concept, just straight dead ahead from the camera and various places. Um, and it's like with, the fir- the longer the music video goes on, the further they get away from the camera. Yeah, totally. And like in the beginning when you can see them singing, they're like singing each other's parts, which is kind of funny. Um, Bro, and then Kurt they just Ryle solo just for in Massachusetts? a long time. <laughs> it seems like it, right? I think he's a Philly guy. Is he? But I think he did live in Massachusetts for a while. So maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, I was watching an interview the other day, and he was talking about, like, yeah, even, that like, looks not like that Cop. long ago. Yeah, it does. Yeah, does, does Pennsylvania have ocean? I don't know. That's a good question. Jeez. Do we know anybody no from... Clue from pennsylvania um i don't think so i don't yeah me neither uh but i forget oh i was watching an interview the other day and he said that like not even that long ago maybe like within the last 10 10 or so years he was like uh just a like a forklift operator in some warehouse in massachusetts that's boston yeah yeah Um, he just moved pallets around yeah it just seems like a weird dude too. Um, yeah, oftentimes I'll I'll listen to Kurt Vile solo stuff when I'm in my feels, even though it's not that sad, but sort of sad when I'm in my feels. Yeah, when your boy gets in his feelings, um, all of it is feelings. <clears throat> Marriage. Um. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> This okay, so this one is Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, something to rap about, featuring Tyler the Creator. Music I video. I did fast forward through this because I was like, "What the fuck is this? And why is it relevant to Eric?" Uh-huh. And I fast forward and I heard Tyler the Creator going, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." It's just ridiculous, deep voice. Um, but yeah, this song came out last year. You know, uh, so the Alchemist. Do you ever watch? Uh, fuck that's delicious. No, oh, I'm not the a. Al- I'm not a big. Uh, what's his What's his face? Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Yeah. Uh, Action uh, Bronson to <laughs> me is white DJ Khaled as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Basically, dude. Uh, yeah, he's like um, you know, there's there's Maddie Matheson, Action Bronson, and and then like, and then I I also group in like John Gabris. They're all like the fat bearded men that I like, but right. Gabrus just doesn't have tattoos. Um, he does. He has one. Oh, right. The long Island one. He's got long Island on his bicep. <laughs> That's all you need, dude. Um, but yeah, this one's dope. The, uh, Alchemist does, he's produces, uh, and he's on yo, that show. He's in that show. While we're, while we're on it, yo, yeah. RIP DMX. Yeah. Big time. Probably, sh- you know, not that I, there, my, I do have one, solid dmx memory though which is uh in like mike um yeah there's a, a dmx track and uh you know it's a cool little number it's calvin and the dude that the other basketball player that the older one just kind of vibing out in the car um and i always thought that was exhibit though i'm i always thought I'm a lot gonna... of dmx music was exhibit i'm not he says x gonna give it to you right I'm not for a moment going to pretend like I know DMX a lot. Yeah, um, no. DMX brought me happiness in a different way, and that was just by being himself. That's nice. Um, and then also the time that he sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I think that's one of my favorite <laughs> clips from the internet of all time. Very good. There's Dude, nothing this- better than listen to somebody go, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Had a very shiny nose. Come on. <laughs> X. So good. 
This uh, Tyler's verse in this is ridiculous, though. It's just very like it's so many words, and like if you like read it as a poem, it would be like wow, cool. You know what I mean? Um, right. But yeah, he's just going, and I like that the song. It's one of those like just loops and like samples that basically just stays the same the whole song, and then there's like one like different turnaround at a certain point. Um. Yeah, this is the most Tyler Creator way to rap. Yeah, it's just to like, just no real cadence, mm-hmm. but just to like run words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like eighth notes and sixteenth notes. Yeah, and rhyme them once in a while. Uh huh. The, yeah, the he- most flavorful thing like that he'll do is like that cadence that he uses in Rella where uh-huh. he's like knock knock <laughs> knock knock it's me your girlfriend had a nice meeting with like, what <laughs> yeah 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 killed uh, it but he does he's there's some cool thing where he says something about like this sounds like the boat I haven't bought yet which I thought was a cool line like oh we're gonna make money from this song and then right later in the verse this he song says like, like a boat I haven't bought yet uh he says like jump some jumping in the water off the boat I haven't bought yet so it kind of like loops back around and he says something about Mykonos which is Mykonos and then I like when I first heard that I was like isn't it called isn't it pronounced Mykonos but then he says like you know after he's done you hear like the kind of ad lib type you know afterwards stuff and he's like one take and then he's like I meant to say Mykonos or I meant to say Mykonos and I thought that was funny really sick that he did that whole thing in one take and i like that he left in the one mistake and then does a disclaimer I haven't been for watching it. enough of this music video to understand why this kid is shooting people i don't think there's any explanation but it's i think it just goes with the song of kind of like i had to sell crack to you know whatever like it's just very kind of like old loss of innocence type deal Dude, uh, i remember i listened to the first day glow record and i was like oh this is cool did you yeah, and then I was like, "Hey, what the fuck is this now? What are they doing now?" This is not from. This is from the first album, I think. Is it? It's from 2018. But it's gotten. I think this song got really big in like the last year or so. Uh, I don't know. For me, at least, it was on like a playlist. But um, oh, you know what? I'm confusing them with somebody. Oh, okay. Uh. <clears throat> but yeah, so this is just this dude. It's like a one dude thing. And he he also did that podcast with Mac DeMarco that I was talking about. There's this one kind of mm. podcast that I follow every once in a while that just there's no real hosts. It's just they pick two artists and then they talk to each other. Um Well, that's weird. Yeah. But they it's just like, like set it up. Yeah. And it just ends up like cool conversations, though, where it's like, oh, Mac DeMarco, this guy that's been doing this indie music thing for a while. And then there's this kid who's like doing indie music now. And then they kind of talk about the differences of stuff or whatever. And anyway, this kid wrote this album. He was like, oh, I want to put out an album by the end of my senior year of high school. And that's this. And like, mm. it's really cool. I was just watching last night a video of like, how he produced it, whatever he does, like kind of unboxing logic videos. Um, oh, like a track breakdown. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, you know, just a cool, cool track, cool vibe, nice and simple, whatever kind of, you know, dreamy or whatever. Um, this, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll get into Kurt Vile when I'm in my feels. So then when I was practicing this playlist for you, I, um, I ended up getting in my feels toward the end, and then mm-hmm. I and then I was like, "Oh, this song needs to make it on." Uh, it's been a big one for me in the last year, so it reminds me of a, a, a an entanglement of sorts uh, from last summer, and uh, an entanglement. <laughs> but such a funny way to put it. <laughs> I learned that from Will Smith. So. Uh, yeah, Will and Jada Smith. Right. Um, I love this David Gilmore strat he's playing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So sick. I wonder if he likes Pink Floyd. I wonder too. 
I just looked at the camera, uh, like the Popeyes kid. <laughs> Very good. Just maybe a, a strat he happens to own. It's, yeah, I mean, it, at this point, if you're playing an all-black strat with a maple neck, mm-hmm. you're a Gilmore fan. And if you're not, you're... Tom DeLong plays one like that in the first date video, I think. Does he? I, I think so, like because... A, I thought it was a whoop, tuxedo. No, not a tuxedo. It's got a black body with black pickguard, I think. Because I had that Epiphone strat. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. The it never really strat? worked. Yeah. And I wish... I left it with Tyler, and every once in a while, I text him and ask him where it is and if he can make it so that I own it again. And then he, like, won't... He doesn't text me back about it, or he tells me that he doesn't know where it is. Um, well, yeah, I mean... The the logistics of shipping a guitar from Massachusetts to Hawaii. Well, that is too. Insane. But I, if I just if I just had tabs on it, that would make me feel a lot better. And you know, maybe I could toss some Skrilla to help it happen or whatever. Um, to get it, but anyway, the only way I would ever feel comfortable shipping a guitar from here to there mm-hmm. would be in a hard case. Yeah, in a box. Yes, padded with so much packing peanuts. Yeah, so the guitar is basically floating. Right. Precisely, because I don't know if you've ever seen anybody handle a guitar. You mm-hmm. can write fucking piece of glass in this oh box, God. and they'll just be like throwing it. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that. That's that playlist, though. Um, it's good. Ti- good timing. Did you did you make thanks. sure that it had like a certain amount of time on it? Not really. I did ten tracks like kind of off the top of my head then I listened to all of them I added that Dayglow song and then I texted you that I might add one or two songs and then I saw that it was already 11 tracks and some of them were kind of long so I was like I'm just going to leave it like that kind of an album length that's fair I tried to like I didn't try to do too much to this but you know basically it's just kind of two Citizen two Glitterer and like two Mac DeMarco I kind of tried to double up um, Yeah. and you know like I said a lot of these or mostly all of them are songs from people who've done on the podcast already mm-hmm. that like have new stuff that I didn't want to just repeat artists. So but did you ever did you watch um uh High Fidelity the TV show? Um no, not really. It was pretty good. I watched it I watched it a second time recently. I watched it first time last year when it came out, but uh you know, it's a lot it's like a music music record store setting so there's a lot of music talk and then the main character played by zoe kravitz at one point is talking about like talking about like making the perfect playlist and then she was like and make sure you never repeat artists unless that's the theme and then i was kind of like thinking of that stuff all the things that she said after i made this playlist then i was like I don't know if this is necessarily technically a good playlist, but I'm I'm right, enjoying like you it. Broke, you broke a bunch of the cardinal rules. Right. I like sort of repeat artists and then like, yeah, it's it's a little all over the place, but I, I think it works. What do we have next week? Okay. So, yeah, Dude. you know, it's still, still Eric month. And this morning... I'm really bad at like just normally when we do the podcast, if it's mm-hmm. like a week that you gave me an album, I kind of remember when we're about to record that I have to think of something to give you. Right. And yeah. This That's is better extra- than me. Most of the time I think of it halfway through the episode and start scrambling. <laughs> yeah. Like, while I'm asking what to listen to. Uh, but yeah, today it was uh dude, after I got my, my second COVID shot, your boy just, is vaxxed. Just waxy vaxxed. They make you like sit down in an area for 15 minutes after the shot. So like they to test if you're going to like pass out or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that, at that point, then I was like, oh, I have to come up with something else. Um, and then I was even like, dude, I, I don't even, I think I've given you every artist I've ever listened to at this point. Um and I had to really scroll through my Spotify to find something fresh. Uh, right. And I decided to run with... Now, it's like I'm doing that, even though I know what I'm going to give you. I'm just like looking to look at it for some reason. 
uh, swimming. You want to make sure that you get it exactly right. Swimming. Swimming. This by. is uh, Mac, uh, Mac Miller. Wow. That's happening. Here we go. I'm like surprised that I was almost like, wait, we've done that though, but we haven't. Um, I was waiting for you to say Mac DeMarco, and I was going to be like, fucking first come artist on, Come on, man. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. After I really intentionally do a whole thing to avoid an artist repeat. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the 2018 uh, pre-Humus album. Um, Sick. As opposed to posthumous. Going to listen yeah. to it. Gonna cool. take it in. I have to make a. I'm probably. I'm driving round trip for about three hours tomorrow. There you go. So dude. that's when I'll probably do it. Sounds good. We'll have to get um, Phoebe on the app too then. In the car. <laughs> so we're here live. Yeah. Just do a voice memo. <laughs> in the car, someone's just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. Cool. Alrighty, I think that's, that's it. That. Mm-hmm. I think that's that. Oh, by the way, anybody listening, uh, me and Phoebe recorded a second sundowning episode. She thought she had a mm-hmm. lot more to say about it. I don't know how much of it is repeated from the first part, but uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you can you can expect to hear that sooner or later. I'm stoked to hear it. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to put it out as an episode during the week or if it's going to be like a bonus episode or if I'm going to keep it until like we whoopsie forget to record one weekend. Right, right, right. Either way. Anyways, thank you all for listening. This has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I've been Andrew. And I was Eric. And you were great. See you.